I want to talk to you about American financing. Uh, Take a moment to really think about where you see yourself and your family in the next uh, year or so financially. Now, how about the next five years? (sighs) Do you know how to get there? Do you think you'll think in the next year or five years it would have been wise and saved up wherever you could? Uh, Have you avoided spending beyond your means? Could you reduce your your interest rate on anything, your credit cards, your mortgage. American financing has been helping people just like you take charge of their financial house for over two decades. Now they have a team of dedicated and qualified mortgage consultants that are waiting for your phone call to help you get started. They work for you and not the bank. It's a locally owned and operated, uh, uh, company that, that has, I've worked with for over 10 years now. I trust them. We've all used them in the past. They're great. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Tuesday. There's a lot to report today, especially coming from Loudoun County, Virginia. Uh, you know the guy who was arrested and taken out in handcuffs because he was shouting? Uh, and uh, th- this is the guy they based the whole terroristic threat on? You haven't heard his story yet, most likely. When you hear his story, you won't believe it. I'm going to talk about that. Also, I made mention of the unions and school teachers. I'm sorry, I, I won't give the benefit of the doubt to any teacher that still belongs to the union. If you belong to the teachers' union at this point, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. Sorry. And I think it's time for teachers and anyone involved in the union to quit. Stu has said maybe some of them want to work from the inside and try to change it. Maybe. I think it's too late. We have a longtime teacher and a guy who was the president of his local chapter of the California Teachers Association, the Teachers Union. We talked to him in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Yeah. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, you know, the difference between men and women is women are always um, thinking about the future and they're they're uh, thinking about what happened in the day and uh, and they're worrying about what happened yesterday. And guys just want to make it to the end of the day and go to go to bed. (laughs) And I think that's really true. I do, because I'm ready for bed right now. Ready for bed. I'm ready to go home and just get in my jammies and slip between my geese of dream sheets and go to sleep. Um, MyPillow.com can help you with the best night's sleep ever. If you click on the new radio listener specials, 
You can check out the buy one, get one free uh, on the Dream Sheets. It's a special that's not going to last forever. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials now at MyPillow.com. Make sure you enter the promo code BECK. Sam Crutchfield. He is a former local president, California Teachers Association, and a uh, third and sixth grade teacher on the Central Coast and Central Valley of California for 20 years. He joins us now from California. Hello, Sam. How are you? Hey, fantastic. Great to be here. Uh, So, Sam, you and I talked uh, yesterday afternoon um, a a little bit, and we were talking about what's happening in California and what's happening with the teachers union. Uh, And you're one of those guys who said, I want to change things from the inside, right? You know, I did. the CTA, uh, basically, and NEA both, uh, basically when they sent out their flyers before election time was kind of a blueprint about how not to vote for me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, despite their, you know, their, their stances on, on controversial issues like uh, access to abortion and gun control and abolishment of Columbus Day, tax reform, immigration, and stuff like that. Uh, you know, they, they, uh, I'm sorry, uh, a little bit nervous here. Don't, don't uh, be nervous. Um, Are you, uh, let me ask you this, because I know you're mm-hmm. nervous, and our producers talked to you uh, yesterday and said you were nervous. Is it, are you worried about retaliation of being on the air? Uh, slightly, slightly, you bet. Um, not, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Um, the, um, you resigned as president of the, uh, the union earlier this year, um, because you say the union released your private medical information to the general membership. What does that mean? Uh, they did. Uh, and it was, had to do with my vaccination status. Uh, yeah, it, it was a, a way for them to try to get me to resign. And, uh, that together with, uh, just a whole bunch of other stuff going on at the time and, um, the lack of, you know, tolerance, I put that in quotation marks because, uh, you know, the, the left always talks about tolerance until you don't agree with them. But, uh, you know, the colleagues, the people that, uh, that I trusted the most, the people on my, uh, on my team there, uh, you know, re- released my, my vaccination status to the general membership. And, uh, that, that along with other things, like I said, uh, in an effort to, to try to get me to resign, yep. you know, and, uh, I weighed out things with, with my family and everything and, uh, uh decided at the end of the day that, uh, it wasn't, you know, worth it to to continue in that way. Uh, it's a it's a non paid position. It's uh, it, it's thankless most of the time. And I, I, I started with the intentions of trying to help uh, our local teachers. And when it became uh, personal and political, like why why am I going to continue like this? So when you say <clears throat> political, you mean 
access to abortion uh, abortion and uh, you know trying to get rid of columbus day and tax reform and defund the police do you mean that kind of political no uh po- political as in um trying to uh to run over people that uh that don't agree with your stance on on vaccinations okay so um the California teachers, a lot of people don't know this, but the teachers union uh, back in 2008. Do you remember this, Stu? We found that they had changed in 2007 or 2008. They changed a longstanding rule that you couldn't be um, a part of the teachers union if you had been a communist or someone who had actively worked to overthrow the United States of America. This is 2007 wow. or eight. And I remember saying, hmm. Why would you do that? Um, how radical is the teachers' union? I'm sorry. Are you asking me? I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm asking you. Um, well, you know, in the last few years, I've, I've kind of seen a shift, uh, kind of hard left, as far as our uh, representative assembly and, and and things like that go. The the uh, the leadership uh, from the members, uh, especially with uh, Black Lives Matter and defund the police and, and things like that. Yeah, it's just this hard push to to the left, and uh, and the um, their their uh, stance on CRT and uh, they say that they're not teaching critical race theory. They themselves are not, but they're definitely providing links to uh, for teachers to access that kind of uh, information if, if if they want it. So they're they are promoting it definitely. So Sam, the 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 average teacher, I mean, I I see what's going on. They have to they have to know what's going on, uh, and they see this stuff being pumped out. And they either agree with it or they're ignoring it for some reason. And I can't I can't figure out why. Are most of the teachers in agreement with this? You know, I, I don't think I don't think so. I mean, a lot of them are. But, uh, you know, the the teachers union has and I always referred to it as kind of a necessary evil. Right. Where. uh you know, it, they do provide a lot of good services for teachers, and if uh, if they kind of stick to that, I'd, I'd still be happy being a member today. It's them getting their fingers and things that having have nothing to do with uh, with good teaching and with keeping good teachers and with protecting the rights of teachers. You know, that's that's where I get off because, especially now with uh, with their endorsement of of the sticking the FBI on on parents who are trying to to exercise their First Amendment rights and in, in speaking out uh, to to boards, that's just over the top for me. That's the most sacred of our rights, and uh, for them to to try to silence people like that is just uh, like I said, kind of the last straw with me. Are the teachers that refuse to get the uh, vaccine, uh, vaccine, has it been decided yet that they'll lose their job, they'll lose their pensions, or is that still under debate 
with the unions? Well, uh, you, you know, access to information is, is really tough at this point, too, because everybody's doing something different. And there, as far as I've heard, there is no united message from coming from uh, our union as far as how they plan to, to deal with that. Now, the mandate has come out here in California that uh, all teachers need to be either vaccinated by October 15th or submit to weekly testing. And, you know, my, uh, uh, a dear colleague of mine who was, who was president uh, prior to me for the last eight years um, doesn't want to get the vaccine and uh, also doesn't want to submit to the weekly testing because, I mean, it, it's the invasive kind where they stick the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the uh, Q-tip in your nose. And uh, he feels that's a violation of his uh, religious liberty. And uh, because he's not willing to, to do that, uh, he's within the next 36 hours facing uh, unpaid administrative leave. And uh, that, that how can you guys go from uh, the the heroes of teachers to and and being and some of you pushing for the opening of schools to now all of a sudden when the unions were pushing for vaccines for everybody and we've got, we won't do it until everybody has a vaccine. And now uh, you, the teachers union kind of stuck on, well, I don't know. And there's not a real clear, uh, clear message. It's, it's really odd that um, you guys are now, you know, from hero to zero, same with the nurses. Absolutely. You know, here we are. We're the ones who want to, a lot of us were pushing for uh, reopening of schools because we saw what uh, distance education wasn't doing for our students. <laughs> you know, I want to say well, not doing to them, but uh, you know, the lack of, of education that of good quality education that we know how to do just wasn't going through with distance education. So a lot of us were pushing for schools to be opened again. And yeah, we we were um, considered heroes, and oh, especially with parents having to step in and and, and kind of homeschool, and then uh, seeing how hard the job was. So we, you know, we were hailed as kind of uh, heroes or or supermen, and all of a sudden uh, now we're we're uh, a threat to our own students because we, uh, you know, choose not to get vaccinated as we're coming out of the pandemic. It's just, uh, it's unreal. So you resigned as the local president or you were local president of uh, the California teachers. I just said a minute ago, I don't think I can trust teachers anymore that belong to the, to the unions. Is that fair? Uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, a waking up going on out there. I think, uh, Give teachers uh, another chance. Uh, we're speaking loudly uh, right now, as, as as you are, and everyone's trying to figure out uh, where they're going to go because, uh, like I said, the teachers' union does offer a, a lot of uh, sure. services and protection that uh, that you know. Where else are you going to get? Kind of if you if you do resign, so. Uh, you know, there's a lot of fear out there. There's a lot of, uh, 
can you uh, can you be from, fired if you're not a teacher in the union? No, no, that okay. uh, that's not a thing. Okay. So, are you still part of the union? Are you planning on staying with the union? Actually, Glenn, uh, I wanted to uh, take this opportunity to say, although I appreciate uh, you know some of the services that uh, the union has uh, given me and other teachers throughout the state of California over the years, uh, because of the stance of NEA, our our uh, you know kind of mother organization up there. And uh, the continued um, stance of, of uh, CTA as, as far as not providing us uh, clear defense against these vaccine mandates, uh, I, just, I just can't in all consciousness uh, continue to be a member. Uh, so take this opportunity uh, this morning to say I, I am renouncing my, my affiliation with CTA and NEA. Wow. As a former local president, that's a pretty big deal. Earlier this year, yeah. Uh, From president of my local to to a complete non-member, I didn't expect this at all. But uh, the pushing of masks, the pushing of of the uh, experimental vaccine, um, yeah, it's just... And and now, like I said, the, uh, the silencing of parents doing, you know, expressing their god-given um right to to speech it's just it's over the top it's too much well i can't thank you enough for your uh courage to um to stand and to uh, and to tell the truth and uh i i wish you luck please keep in touch with us and let us know if there is, you know, any kind of pushback on you. And I'd, I'd also like to see if there was uh, anybody that is um, actually standing up uh, and, and following yeah. your lead. I, I'd just like to um, say that this is not a reflection of our, uh, of our school board or our district in, in any way. Because they're kind of stuck uh, in the middle where they're, they have to carry out the, the governor's mandate. And uh, so they're kind of doing the best that they can through this whole horrible situation. Uh, but it's, it's not a reflection on them. And I'm definitely not, uh, I hope I'm not coming across that uh, I'm trying to, to criticize them in any overt way. Sam, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Former local president, California Teachers Union, and, uh, uh, and, and now uh, former union member. Uh, still a teacher, Sam Crutchfield. Back in just a minute. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Fun fact, we're all getting older every day. One of the things that comes with getting older is aches and pains. The joints start to wear down. The normal exercise of everyday life begins to catch up. And, uh, you know, it's because exercise is bad for you. Anyway, uh, most of what causes this pain and lots of other forms of pain is inflammation, especially in the joints. If you're going through it, it can really take over your whole life. I know I went through it. May I recommend Relief Factor? It's not a drug, but developed by doctors. 70% of the people try it to go on to order more. Relief Factor. 
Try the three-week quick start trial pack right now for $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com, 800-500-8384. 10 seconds, station ID. We are just so jam-packed today. Judicial Watch has uh, obtained critical race teacher training guide for Westerly, Rhode Island, and they're saying they're not teaching CRT. Um, I'll try to get into that later and show you exactly uh, how they're covering this and what they are teaching. They are teaching critical race theory. They're just not calling it that. Loudoun County, do you remember Scott Smith? It was in June, and he was arrested at Loudoun County, Virginia at a school board meeting. Um, and it was ultimately deemed an unlawful assembly after attendees vocally opposed a policy on ch- transgender students. Do you remember this? And he was taken out in handcuffs. Well, we're going to get to this later today, but I, I urge you to stay around for the whole story. Um, he was the poster child um, of domestic terrorism, blue collar male, upset, crazy. He, he got the memo started. Right? Uh, yeah. Isn't he mm-hmm. the guy? Yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 So here's the real story. What you didn't know about Sam was that his daughter had been raped in the bathroom by a guy who occasionally wears a skirt to school. The school board was trying to cover it up. He went to school the, uh, to pick up his daughter. Um, the, the police were called on him. They said, it's no big deal. And he said, um, I believe my daughter that she was raped. They called the police on him. They just escorted him to the hospital where they did a rape kit analysis on her. She had been raped. They didn't want to say anything about it. They tried to sweep it under and he was at the podium and he was about to expose this when some leftist came up and said you know i don't believe your daughter and he he as a dad just kind of went nuts but that's the guy Mm. his daughter was raped and that's why the fbi is saying he's a domestic terrorist Hello, America. Get to your school board and run for your school board. Take your schools back from these unions and from these communists. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We have Chris Stewart on talk about uh, the uh, FBI coming up in just a second. American Financing is there to help you reduce your monthly bills and to to help you start saving more money. Uh, Look, in in a year, you could save $12,000. How about about, uh, $6,000? If you could save 500 bucks a month, wouldn't it be worth it? You could just by lowering the interest rate on your mortgage with a refi. And if you roll in your high interest credit card debts, you're going to save a buttload of money. And believe me, you will thank me for it later. Take a moment and call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 
They're a mortgage lender, but they're not going to recommend something like a refi unless it's really going to help you out financially. No tricks, no gimmicks, just financial help. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Call them now. Mark Levin, Stephen Crowder, Pat Gray, Glenn Beck, and Stu Does America, all part of your subscription to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn. So we all know that the FBI has been uh, unleashed by Merrick Garland, our uh, our attorney general. And he is uh, he's saying that, you know, there's been terroristic threats. Well, we find out today that Loudoun County, Virginia, the school board meeting uh, where um, one of the parents was arrested and he, I guess, is the catalyst um, he was arrested for being disorderly, yada, yada, yada. Um, and it been suggested now that it was a form of domestic terrorism. Uh, we found out now that uh, his daughter had been raped in the bathroom by a, quote, transgender student, a student that just identified as bisexual and wears a skirt from time to time. Uh, when you hear the whole story, it is remarkable. Uh, the school district knew it. They were trying to cover it up. Thank goodness for the sheriff's department. She was taken to a hospital after the school said that she had been beaten up. No, she had been she had been raped and the rape kit told the story. And as they cover it up, uh, that kid goes on to rape or at least sexually batter another kid in school. And the um, the uh, the at, at the uh, meeting with the school board. The superintendent said, to my knowledge, we don't have any record of assaults occurring in our restrooms. Board chair said, have we had any issues involving transgender students in our bathroom or locker room? The answer is yes. This is why the dad went nuts. You would have gone nuts, too. Now the FBI doing the dirty work uh, for the leftists and for the unions and school boards. They're out of control. They're now looking uh, into parents. Because you don't have a right. Chris Stewart is with us. He's a congressman. uh, And he has written a letter to A.G. Garland demanding answers. Uh, Welcome to the program. Chris. Hey, good morning, Glenn. Look, it's it's interesting to see who Attorney General Garland, he has shown who he really is. And if we go to bed tonight, thankful for one thing, it's that he was not put on the Supreme Court because he can try to destroy our country for four years. But at least least he won't be doing it for 40 years, which he would have been. But this is just beyond outrageous, Glenn. I mean, look how how quickly things have changed in a matter of months. We've gone from Trump is a fascist to Trump supporters are fascist terrorists to young people like my daughter who's expecting and thus does not want to take the vaccine right now. She's a domestic terrorist. To parents who love their kids and are scared to death of the poison that's being taught in schools are now domestic terrorists. And this attorney general is going after them and turning a blind eye to everything else that's going on in the world. It's it's unimaginable to me. So you wrote a letter to the attorney general and you asked for five questions to be answered. You want to go through them? Well, I, and, and to be clear, too, it's not just me, Glenn, and this is good because there were 60 of us who joined on this letter. And I don't know, I don't know 
I'm searching my memory. I don't know of any effort like this that had 60 members of Congress who signed on within a few days. But essentially, the five questions are, you make this accusation that parents, as I said, concerned parents who are going to their school board and are just voicing their concerns. And by the way, the extreme majority of them, the vast majority of them are doing so in a very patient and reasonable way. And from that, you've lurched to, as, as we've said already, they are a threat of domestic terrorism. So basically, show us the evidence. Show us the evidence of where you have reached this conclusion. And secondly, we want to know how you reach this conclusion, not only the evidence, but what kind of coordination took place between the White House and activist groups and teachers unions and the Department of Justice, because you know that there was. In fact, we have evidence that there was. And in fact, the White House is the ones who initiated this. They asked for these activist groups to write this inflammatory letter to the Department of Justice saying they were intimidated and that they felt threatened. And then giving the Department of Justice, Attorney General Garland, the excuse to say, "Okay, well, we have to uh, we have to respond for finally this. Why in the world is this not a local law enforcement issue? Right. If you're not intent on intimidating, harassing and silencing parents, if you, it, why won't you let the, the local law enforcement agencies who are perfectly capable of dealing with an activist who gets out of line? Why do you have to bring in the heavy hand of the Department of Justice and the FBI unless your intention is to silence and intimidate? And I tell you, I wish every parent would go to the next school board meeting. I don't care when it is. Please go and just show your presence so that we can show Attorney General Garland that this is going to have the exact opposite effect of what he hoped for. So, Chris, uh, I mean, they don't answer letters. They don't answer Congress. They don't answer to anybody anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it it feels like a United Nations reprimand at this point. Oh, gee. Yeah. Well, a strongly worded letter, as we all say in in satire, right? Right. Uh, And unfortunately, Glenn, it's one of the few tools that we have. I mean, we don't control the House. If if we controlled the House, if I were chairman of the committee in a year, we could hold hearings and we could subpoena and we could demand that they come in and they can't ignore subpoenas. Um, but when Nancy Pelosi is in charge and when Chuck Schumer's in charge, there's very few tools that we have. Now, it can be a benefit. For example, you and I are talking about it right now. So it does help to raise awareness. And eventually, he is going to have to answer this letter in some fashion. Now, it might be three months from now, and he might say, well, we're still working on it. That's probably what he will do. I have no illusions at all that he's working every night late into, you know, to one or two o'clock in the morning trying to you know, answer this letter to these Republican members of Congress. I'm not foolish. I know that he's not. But it's one of the few tools we have, and it's one of the few ways that we can help, uh, help the public become aware and also, Glenn, so the people know we're infuriated by it as well. That we're not just passively watching and sitting by. We feel the same way that parents feel about this. So, I mean, two years is going to be very long. I mean, how long has he been in office? Ten months? Nine months? Look at how our country, and I don't think, I mean, I, probably, I, I believe you probably believe the same thing. A year from now, this country is going to be radically different. Radically different. Yeah. A- a- yeah. I mean, one of the things. Go ahead. 
I'm sorry, Glenn, I didn't mean to interrupt, but one of the things that, I mean, people re- reflect to me all the time, and they, and, they, and they say to me all the time, and, and you and I feel it, it's not just that things are changing, it's they're changing so fast. You can't wrap your head around one issue, and three more issues have already gone by you. And, and certainly that's their intention. <clears throat> their intention is to flood the beach. I mean, they, they revealed this on the stay in office. We are going to flood the beach. They're not going to be able to keep up. They won't be able to object because we will go so so quickly and so broadly across our society. And when you look at what he's accomplished or unaccomplished in uh, in eight months or nine months, and you think, how do we live through four years? I do think you reach a point of critical mass where they've done pretty much all they can do. I mean, what a, you've already tried to destroy the military. You've already destroyed Department of Justice, FBI, now school boards, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, at some point, they may run out of targets, but it's <laughs> to leave our country, as you said, a really different place. Yeah, I, uh, I have to tell you, Chris, uh, I mean, you know, this all makes sense if you look at it as, you know, something I said a long time ago, the enemy of the future will be chaos. And we all know who the author of chaos is. What they're creating is not only chaos, but gridlock. Look at our airplanes. Airplanes not flying. Southwest not able to fly. Why? Because... Because uh, the pilots uh, are are on a sick out and it's going to happen all over. And if if it doesn't work to change Southwest's mind, Friday, those guys are gone. Friday, the police officers are gone. You won't have enough pilots. You won't have enough police. You won't have enough anything to be able to pull ourselves back from the brink. To me, this is this is a computer uh, that all of the all of the apps are starting to freeze on you. The only thing you can do is push the reset button. And I think that's what they're trying to cause. They're just everything they're doing is throwing monkey. This is sabotage, sabotage. Yeah, yeah, Glenn, I, I just couldn't agree more. There's two things that, that will be the outcome of this, and both of them are horrible. Number one is they just want to break faith with the American people. They want the American people to look at the government, to look at institutions, to look at everything from religion to Department of Justice, to pick an institution, and just to conclude they don't work anymore. And and the point of that is being, well, maybe our nation is so broken that we really should just start over. Yep. And if we're going to start over, then what will we do? And you know what they're going to suppose. But there's also another element to this, and that is the United States, whether we like it or not, Glenn, we are the light and the example to the world. And it allows them to go to President Xi in China or leaders in the Middle East or, or Vladimir Putin in Russia and say, look at that mess. Do you really want to be like that? It allows those leaders to go to their own people and to say, look at the United States, what a mess. Do you really want to be like that? But stick with me and we're going to avoid that kind of chaos. We're going to avoid that kind of hatred and emotion and the disruption. And th- I mean, those two things, as I said, it changes our future. It changes the future for our children. If we can't keep a core together of people saying, no, I love my country. My country is not perfect, but my country is not, is not, uh, is not completely broken. And if we can't go to the rest of the world and say, look, we, we're struggling right now, but you got to stay with us. We're going to fix it. We can get through this because we can, but it's going to be a real fight to do it. Chris, thank you so much. Um, God bless you. God bless you. Keep up the thank fight. You, thank you. Bye-bye. Chris hey, Stewart. Hey, yep. What? 
as you can say, we got we got to stay optimistic. We got to stay in, in the fight because you know uh, we can't just lose faith in our future. I know you feel that way, Glenn. You have said that to me many times. Yeah, uh, we uh, we're in it. We're in it. Uh, we're in it until it one way or another. We're we're all in. Thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate it. Uh, I urge you to go to your school board meeting. Even if you're not having this problem, you need to st- send a very clear message nationally. We are in charge of our children, not you. Everyone, everyone must go to their local school board meeting. You have to be there. All right. Our uh, sponsor this half hour is Patriot Mobile. This is a great, great organization that is working with you they are fighting the good fight on the First Amendment, the Second Amendment. I mean, they, they put their money where their mouth is. This is, quite honestly, an uh, organization that was developed to, instead of going to people with their hand out and create a 501c3 and, uh, hey, how can we raise money to fight against communists and authoritarians? Um, why don't we, why don't we build a great company that people can use and then we'll take our money and we'll, we'll start, you know, working against those authoritarian ideas. That's what Patriot mobile. That's, that was the idea on how to start it. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Now they have built a great service around the same cell towers as the major carriers. You're going to get the same great service, half the cost, half the cost. And they are using their money and their influence to be able to stop the bleed of this nation and start to heal its wounds. It's PatriotMobile.com slash back. We all better hang together or we will hang separately. Support those companies that are standing for America. PatriotMobile.com slash back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. I want to play some. Uh, I want to play some interesting audio for you. This is NPR encouraging people who have had the vaccine to tattle at work. Listen. What would it take you to report an unvaccinated coworker? Someone on the internet said they do it for a bag of flaming hot Cheetos. So here's the thing. Soon, there's going to be a federal vaccination mandate for all companies that employ more than 100 people. But OSHA, the agency responsible for enforcing workplace safety, has fewer than 2,000 inspectors across the country. Now listen to this. And there's, what, 8 or 9 million workplaces, so you can do the math. It's a former OSHA enforcement director that my colleague Andrea Shu talked to this week. So what's OSHA going to do? Well... If an employee files a complaint, and if they allege a serious hazard, then OSHA wants to get out there as soon as possible to investigate the complaint. And if a company isn't complying, they can be charged up to $13,600, or 10 times more than that for repeated violations. Mm -hmm. Slightly more expensive than a bag of hot Cheetos. Come get us. Uh, This is this amazing. Here's NPR encouraging Americans to rat on one another. By the way, I look at, you know, the the mask now, not on everyone, but on many people almost as a black shirt. I mean, it's a symbol now of I'm on this side of the issue and not entirely. There are a lot of people that still feel like I have, you know, other conditions or whatever. 
And I think, quite honestly, Texas is the right kind of is the right kind of attitude. There are some that wear the masks. There are some that don't. The masks don't make any difference, Stu. Do the masks make any difference? And not not N95. Right. Regular. Wouldn't it make sense if you actually cared about? I mean, if you really wanted to wear the mask and protect yourself, wouldn't you be wearing an N95 by now? What's the purpose of wearing less lower quality masks when they're now available? You can get them anywhere. Mm-hmm. Any 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 Home Depot will carry them for you, and they do protect you, right? N95s actually do work. So why don't why doesn't the government encourage people who are concerned about this to wear those? Mm-hmm. Instead, they tell everyone to wear cloth masks. Now, let's they don't do anything. Even if they did do something though, you'd be re- you'd be requiring other people to help you get through this issue. Why wouldn't you just ha- encourage people to take care of it themselves? They can wear an N95 whenever they want. Whenever they want, and they can stop it for themselves. But yet, the government never recommends this behavior. Why? Why? Uh, because uh, they're striving for the Great Reset. Hmm. They're trying to pit us against each other. I mean, now we're talking about health care being raised, prices raised. If you don't have a vaccine, all the things we warned you about <laughs> with universal health care are now being put in place. Yeah, there you go. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program.